0: Chum. Bum, bum, bum bum Hi, hi. Welcome to Wine, Wine, and Once—a Once Upon a Time podcast. I'm Dee, and I'm Lo. And welcome to a bad time—a truly terrible, no good, awful time. Bye. Okay. Love the Alexander and then no, yeah. Good. I I got the order wrong, but I wanted the spirit of it, so I'm glad you. Guys I I got understood. you. I got you. Each week we are going through episode by episode and rewatching Once Upon a Time. This is a show that is very near and oh so dear to our heart. We have been watching it since it premiered, mm-hmm, which oh. is almost a almost a year ago. It's almost <laughs> eleven years ago to the day because it was in October. I think it's like October. Fifteenth is the premiere day. Something you know, like that? I don't pretend to remember this thing because we've had so many discussions. You know what? That now it's my brain mind... is swish cheese about it. Let me look it up. Every year, this is going to be a fun thing we do. Is it September? Oh, or is I is don't it October? like this. When I type in the words "when did," the first thing is "when did COVID start." Oh, uh, well, I don't like that. Nineteen. <laughs> it's in the name. <laughs> when did Once Upon a Time premiere? October twenty third, we're getting there. Twenty eleven, we are getting there. We are getting there. Wow! 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 But yeah, this is why wow, we're wow. friends. Regrettably, truly terrible. We like knew each other in college, and then found out we both liked Once Upon a Time. And That's the truth there, regrettably, started watching this this show. Together. And we never stopped. No. We never stopped. No, it I, ended I and we went back and restarted. Immediately. And even then, when we're not recording this podcast, mm-hmm. Lo and I do just sit and pick random episodes as a as a treat for ourselves. Yeah, we're doing this rewatch and then we're doing a <laughs> secondary rewatch in which we are further ahead. Yes. And it it's bizarre. It is. It really is. But season five is really fun. Or I'm are we it. in six technically. No, we're, still no, we're in, five. in five. I assume I we, just have to, love we have to. We have to remember. One. We have to remember that season three is so much longer than we think it is. <laughs> God. Because <laughs> in my brain, <laughs> decades it's long. only Neverland. There's a whole second half that I have forgotten exists. Completely. Every single time. Like I know that the story beats exist, but in my brain that's season 4. Yeah. No. No. No, no. Whole second half of the season. Yeah. All this to be said uh spoilers. Spoilers. So many spoilers. <laughs> spoilers we will ahead. spoil everything for you. We are here to destroy your sense of naivety not this again i'm not trying to pronounce <laughs> it was, i thought you were gonna go with i will destroy her happiness i was going to i was trying to think of a better word for happiness because and you went with naivety a, a, on this well okay what i was going for was the essence of if they don't know what's going to happen they're naive to the future and we're oh. spoiling that for them with oh, these, okay okay spoilers um we're gonna I turn you into hearing. grown-ups guys <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm okay. hearing yes perfect translation thank you you're welcome so yeah spoilers ahead um (laughs) listen along yeah if if you care about spoilers go watch the show and come back but yeah we are gonna go through all the details and you know kind of give you the sense of the plot so precisely a little refresher if you will Exactly, and as we listen through, we're each keeping track of different things. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at uh, how many magic beans we use, and then say we're all out, and then we find more. Right, and it, it's a lot. And uh, how many curses affect our main cast of characters? It's more than you'd think. It's more than you'd think. I'll say it every. And how week. many? Please do. And then there's this thing called Emma's superpower. And her superpower claims that she can tell when someone's lying. And I'm curious how well that shit works. And it it fails. Oh, oh. how many times it fails, really, is what (laughs) I'm getting at here. It's more times than you think. Mm -hmm. There it is. So that's what I'm looking at. And over here in this corner of the podcast... I am paying attention to just two things, but they're two very kind of hefty, meaty pieces of the puzzle. The first thing I am trying to do is uh, just create the definitive charming family tree. Get everybody on there. It's so messy. (laughs) I felt for David in that moment when he realized what his family's Thanksgiving dinners would look like yeah a little bit you know and then so there's that and um you know you just gotta sometimes realize that Snow's dad had a thing with Regina's mom and then married Regina it's, it's fine I wish this wouldn't happen to me it's going to personally um yeah, so that's um a lot. A lot's going to occur in that. It's the family tumbleweed as it right, stands. Right. And um the other thing I want we are keeping track of is just every relationship, every romantic relationship on mm-hmm. the show that includes people who have a one-night stand or <laughs> in a relationship, who are dating, who are married, but I also wanted right. a way to keep track of all of those little flirty moments. That felt like somebody in the writer's room was really hoping that these characters would become a thing. But they didn't. Unfortunately, it aired in 2011, or it just never did happen. Tumblr Tumblr didn't care about that particular ship, so it didn't take off. Yep. So we've got our three-strike rule, which is three different romantically-tinged moments in three separate episodes, And you get put on here as well. So that rule has brought us things like Regina and Emma. Mm -hmm. Mulan and Aurora. Belle and Ruby. Belle and Ruby. Ruby and everyone. Coming way too close to Hook and Charming. (laughs) Listen, there's just a lot of very flirty people and I think they deserve their moment. Yeah, I think we just deserve to acknowledge it. So, yeah. It's fun. Ruby has She just has chemistry with anyone that walks on that screen, and I think that's great for her. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy that chaotic energy from her. So, yeah, precisely. It's it's a great time. It is. How are you? Um, I am. What's what's good? What's good? What is good? And do like I used to do with my my nephew. Tell me two good things that happened today. Two good things that happened today. No that's too many. Give me one good thing this week. <laughs> one good thing this week. Well, I had Monday off, which was really that nice. Is really good. I treated it like a work day, so I went to work all day and was what? not paid for that. But I've like it's been made the rest of my week very, very easy. That is so, nice. That's very, very nice. And um yeah, it was a pretty smooth day today, which doesn't always happen, so Can't complain actually. There you go. Other than, you know the usual complaints. The usual complaints that I can always complain about. So hard to feel that. Hard to complain, but I did have somebody I was reminding them about a boundary and they just looked at me and said, I like your eyes. I also like your eyes. Thank you. It was just it was a very funny comment. (laughs) I I they they were referring to the fact that I was wearing eyeshadow, but it was very funny. I like your eyes. I like your eyes. It's a nice compliment. It is. It is. How are you? I'm good. One good thing that happened to me that will happen to me hasn't happened yet. I have Friday off. Super nice. Yes, I'm excited about that. I had free pizza yesterday, which I like when work gives me free shit. Always nice. That's always nice. That's. I it's been a fine (laughs) week. Nothing really to report. Compared comparatively, it's been chill. I'm sorry, I started laughing because I thought you were taking a really long pause, but you were just frozen. (laughs) I thought it froze when I took a drink, and that would have been even more funny if it was just like... It was right before you reached for your glass to take Ah. a drink, so you just sounded like you were really trying really hard to find another good thing to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) No, things are... Fine. All in all, I I have no true complaints except for the usual complaints. I I love it. What are you drinking this evening? I think it, I think we got this when you were visiting. We never drank it. The Rusan. No, no, we I didn't get it. I have no idea where I have no idea where this came from. Then, but I've claimed it as my own. Wonderful. There was a duck on the bottle. I like that. Right. Duck, 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 duck. Goose. Duck, 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 duck. duck. But yeah, I was, I, I was gonna have uh, rose and then I was like, I'm gonna have red because I'm off on Friday, which means I can finish the bottle tomorrow. I like that for you. And yeah, I'm excited. What are you drinking? I have shockingly a glass of the Chardonnay. Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? It's just. It's easy drinking. It's easy drinking, and it's all something that I always have in the house. So it's really easy to just kind of pour yeah. and know, like, okay, I'll have a glass here, I'll have another glass, yeah. you know, tomorrow. Right. And I'm not really, con- but because it's supposed to be served chilled, I'm not really concerned. I'll just stick it in the fridge, and there you go. Kind I'll of call it close enough. Pour it as yeah. it as I want it. So I like that for you. I like that a lot. Oh. Oh, hey y'all! Speaking of wine, we're on social media, and it's only funny that I say that. Cause it you had to be there for this joke, <laughs> but if you know, you know. Uh, we're on social media. Our we Instagram are. handle is wine, wine, and once. Wine. The drink comes first. Good job. I got there. You did. I got there. I, I saw that. I saw the <laughs> wheels turn. This is as bad as our birthday party explanations in Disneyland. Uh, it's not great. Those might be worse. <laughs> That's true. Those are that pretty... Is, that was pretty succinct. I've, I'm getting better. At you my are. Succinct, my succinctness. And we're also... You can send us emails at Gmail if you have questions, comments, concerns. They make us laugh. And our Gmail is wine at gmail.com The drink always comes first. As always. Always with the drinking first. Indeed. Well, I guess I'll... I'll Take us away to our Disney Plus summary. Yes, cheers! Cheers!
1: And let's let's uh, get on with
0: it. Dive into the Queen is Dead. Yes, episode fifteen. The Queen is Dead. The Queen is Dead. dead. At Grove High School. At Grove High School. (laughs) (laughs) Cheers! Cheers! Okay. Well, let's see what Disney Plus has to say about this. Upon discovering Cora and Regina's plan to find and take possession of Rumpelstiltskin's dagger, Mary Margaret makes it her mission to find it first. Mm -hmm. Mr. Gold continues his quest to reunite with Bay. Solid. (laughs) I just like to add on, like, oh, look, Gold's here too. Oh, look, you're here too. Uh Uh-huh. Which is interesting because I feel like that's been the second half of the last four episodes. Like, yeah, and also that. And also, and also... Also, huge Gold is here, too. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as summaries go, it's correct. It's weird they don't mention the flashbacks, since that's a huge part of the episode. Yeah. which Because especially we usually get mentions of the flashbacks. Particularly right. because I feel like the flashbacks are what is memorable and would help you find the, fl- the episode you're looking for. Yes. And... In many episodes, the flashbacks are informing the present. Mm-hmm. So we need them. Well, you know. I mean, I get it. Your your Disney Plus summary is just meant to get you to the episode you're su- you're trying but, to find. I, I'm curious what the abridged version of this, like the one sentence summary That's, is. That would be delightful. Oh, this is even better. Oh, the I can't wait. The one sentence is, Mr. Gold continues his quest to reunite with Sun Bay. The episode is called The Queen is Dead, and that is what they put for the summary. (laughs) Neil is the queen. Mr. Gold. Or is it Mr. Gold? Is Mr. Gold the queen? Mr. Gold's the queen. He's the queen. And he is dead. R.I.P. Yep. So that's that. Great. Awesome. Okay. Local cryptid, Mr. Gold, also queen. Uh Got it. Yep. Also queen. Sweet. All right. So as mentioned, this is season two, episode 15. The Queen is Dead. This episode is written by Daniel, by Daniel T. Thompson and David H. Goodman. No, I don't know what other ones they've written, but boy, will we moving forward! Yeah, absolutely. We are going to kick off this episode in the past enchanted forest. Snow's wand. Snow's wand. <laughs> oh can't boy, die, <laughs> ma'am. Ma'am, is this another burnt toast situation? <laughs> yes, every week. Snow's mom. Queen Ava is helping her prepare for a ball for Snow's birthday and she's all dressed up. She's super excited. They go into, I guess, Snow's bedroom. I don't know. Into a back room and to get a tiara for her and they find it on Johanna's head. The maid. How dare. The (gasps) maid is just going through Snow's shit, putting it on her head and Snow walks in and is like, how dare you? You put that down. And it's all sorts of snooty. And Ava Queen Ava interjects and says, that's enough. And Johanna's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And she says, no, no. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to my daughter. Like, she needs to get it together. Snow, I raised you better than this. How dare you treat people like they're worth less than you are? Mm -hmm. And she goes on to ask her, okay, why do you think the ball is being held? And Snow's like, well, for my birthday, duh. You're all going to celebrate me. And Ava's like, no, no, no. It's to honor your people. So get it together. Pull your shit together. Uh-huh. Ava puts the tiara on Snow's head. And starts to... Well, first, she puts the tiara on her head and says, careful, the, the crown is heavy. Or something like that. alludes to, like, you know... Heavy is the be heavy head that wears, wears the, crown. the crown. Yes. She makes a comment, like, you know... Basically saying, yes, it's exciting, but this this crown can be very heavy to wear. Puts it on her head and then begins just to cough uncontrollably out of nowhere. She's fine. She's healthy. She's sporting a pretty red dress. Suddenly is like keeled over coughing. Death. It's great. Death has come to the castle. Uh-huh. Johanna goes for the doctor. We leave there to go to Storybrooke. David's making breakfast, and it's so nice. He's making pancakes, and Mary Margaret walks in, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Making breakfast." You and know, she's like, "Cause it's t- the morning time," <laughs> and she's just like, "I told you not to." And he's like, "I thought things would be different here," and she's like, "Well, they're not." I and it's revealed that it's her birthday, and she absolutely does not like getting gifts on her birthday. She hates her birthday. She doesn't like to celebrate it at all. Absolutely not. It and is weird you know. that she walks out to her husband making breakfast and is like, what the fuck are you Stop. doing? It's not my birthday. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You still need to eat. Right? I, it's not like he's making some big thing. It. He, I mean, he's making a breakfast. Right? It's not like he's throwing what a party. It? No. It's not like he's like, here's a blatant frosted cake that is clearly a birthday cake. He's making pancakes. Yep. Unless... Pancakes are a birthday only treat in their household? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're birthday only pa- treats for him. Ooh. That's there what Charming is. likes. All Charming gets on his birthday is just piles of, of pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so happy about it the every whole time. town gifts him pancakes. <laughs> so she knows that he associates pancakes with birthdays. Exactly. Obviously. It couldn't be simpler. No. But at any rate, he says, okay, yeah, sorry, I I know you don't want to celebrate your birthday, uh, but hey, look, someone brought you a birthday gift. And she says, I didn't think anyone knew it was my birthday here. Why did you tell people? And he says, no, I didn't tell anyone. It just arrived for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because no one knows it's her birthday. It's just a surprise gift. A surprise gift. <laughs> Reminding everyone that Cora is running amok through the town. A muck, a muck, muck, a muck, a muck. <laughs> Precisely. There is a murderer in town, and Mary Margaret gets a mysterious box. She opens it. She doesn't question this. Obviously. Uh, What else would you do? Certainly not question the origins of the box, or, I don't know, open the note note first. No, we don't open the note first. We open that second. But she opens the box, and her tiara is inside. She reads the card and finds out that Johanna is in Storybrooke. And they have a whole dialogue about I didn't know she was here. She's been here this whole time. More on that later. Yeah, yeah. I have some I have some questions. So many. Mary Margaret rushes off to go find this this person though. Sheriff Dad then doesn't eat his pancakes and goes off to the sheriff's department. Well it's not his birthday. No, so he can't eat pancakes. <laughs> Obviously. It's very sad. Exactly. Since, since Emma is gone once again, that means he is Sheriff and he's so excited. It's his favorite thing to be. Of and course. And he hears like a, a coin or a pin or something drop on the ground and he turns to look and Hook takes this opportunity to knock him out with a middle pipe. Yay. Down instantly. <laughs> just downed. One hit KO. He just knocked out his future father-in-law. Congratulations. Yeah, he did. He did, yeah. Big yike. Mm-hmm. He takes the ring of keys off of David's belt and goes to steal his hook back from the drawer. Takes off his weird, like, fake hand. Reattaches his hook. Say good- Everybody say goodbye to Captain Hands. Goodbye, Captain Hands. <laughs> Did you just say hams? Because it, sure, it sure sounded like it said hams. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hook goodbye is Captain, Captain hams hams Hands now.
0: <laughs> No, hams. Hams now. (laughs) He's Captain Hams. Oh no. Mary Margaret goes to find Johanna and she finds her in the garden. They embrace and they hug and they're tearful and happy and joyful and everything. And Johanna is planting these snowdrop flowers because they remind her of snow. Because snow was born during the harshest winter and these flowers can thrive in a harsh winter? Yeah, that was the basic yeah premise of the thought it's good for them they reminisce a bit they're talking about the queen and how her birthday sucks how awful this day is and then they hear a mysterious sound in the woods and snow says hey stay here first of all she shows up and johanna says snow and she goes it's mary margaret here truly what a pretentious bitch Almost everyone else has gone back to going by their cursed name, or their non-cursed name. Yeah. Like, we don't call... I mean, I guess Leroy is called Leroy. Leroy. But everybody else, basically. No one questions it if you call them something else. Like, I think if Ruby went by Red, she wouldn't be like, It's It's Ruby. She'd be like, yeah, those words mean the same thing. Call me whatever you want. Right. It's a nickname, essentially. Now. Yes, but she corrects her beloved friend.
1: Uh, her beloved friend
0: she said, that she hasn't seen in years. Because she didn't bother looking for- it. No, I'm not going to get into it, so I will get angry. This is for <laughs> later. Hears a noise in the woods, tells her friend, You stay, I'm going to go investigate. So she sneaky sneaks into the woods, and hears and sees Cora and Regina digging up Rumpel- Well, trying to dig up Rumpel's dagger, and she overhears them talking about their plan, to control the Dark One and kill everyone they want. My goodness. Also, there are a couple of details I really like in this little scene. Okay. Please go. Number one. They're digging a hole. Regina is digging yes. a hole with a shovel. Yes. These are magic We're... users. Yes. Who are, are digging a hole. And she's wearing heely boots. She's like wearing heely boots. boots to do this. <laughs> Number two. Love i do i i genuinely love the detail that regina's digging and cora is watching like mm-hmm. regina is very clearly doing the dirty work as cora yeah. just supervises yeah keep digging um and number it's in here trust me number three i just wish you had been correct in your guess as we were re-watching and it had been kid. <laughs> He's usually the one burying shit in <laughs> the, the woods. <water>. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Local cryptid Rumble Stiltskin is also the queen. At it again. <laughs> back on his bullshit. Yep. So Mary Margaret sneaky sneaks back out of the forest. Lucky for her, these two idiots roll like a nat one on their perception. So truly, she's not She's wearing brains. a pink sweater. A pink. Colorful sweater in a dark trap woods. They don't see her. No. She's close enough to hear them, and they're like... That's probably, probably. just a very large bird. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep. There's a lot of lurking behind trees in this episode. Lots of tree lurking. You never like a lurker. No. Mary Margaret, after hearing all this, decides she has to go let David know. So she goes to the sheriff, sheriff's office and finds David on the floor. She runs to him and says, Are you okay? Yeah. She, yeah, he's good. Yeah, he's good. This is He wanted this. Yeah, he's just lying on the floor because it's cool and he's, you know, a lizard. Yep. Yeah. It, you know, so he wakes up and he remembers that Hook knocked him out. And... Mary Margaret's like, well, that's terrible. Anyway, Regina and Cora uh, probably want the dagger and want to do some really bad shit. So what should we do? And they discuss if they want if, um They're discussing if Regina and Cora want to control gold or steal his powers, because that part is unclear. Are they trying to be yeah. the Dark One? Or control the Dark One? Much Just to consider. don't know. Yep. David neither is good. Is a- no, neither is good. So David's like, hey, let's call Gold up and see what's going on. And Mary Margaret's like, no, I tried. No one's answering. Sent a message. I, I, Yep. Nope. I sent one single message. I tried one thing. But it's okay. I'm going to make Regina doubt Cora and this plan is going to work beautifully. Great. Now we're in New York City. Sure. Neil and Henry are going to get pizza at Neil's favorite pizza place. Henry makes a comment about how I'm sure it's in New York and Neil's like, actually it's somewhere else. And then he goes, Nah, I'm just kidding, it's in New York. New York nah, actually, nah. Pizza. Nah. Nah, nah. They go into a pizza nah, place. Yeah. This is objectively funny because father and son walk in and the door kinda closes and Mr. Gold and Emma just stand there, like, Are we not in are, should we go we in? And are we allowed I- to have pizza? Do we starve? What do we do? <laughs> Gold's like, Nope, we're not going in there. We are not invited. They did not hold the door open for you. You're not invited. You're not invited. (laughs) Exactly. So they stay outside, and Gold is trying to get Emma to convince Neil to come to Storybrooke. And Emma's like, "Mm, this sounds like you want to strike a deal, and I've already paid my debt, my dude. Like, nope, you've got nothing on me. And Gold points out, well, I mean... Henry might run away to New York to be with Neil. He already did it once to go see you in Boston or wherever the fuck she was living in the first episode. Boston. Boston. Yeah. So, I mean, the kid does have a track record of just being like, I don't like this. I'm gonna run away. I'm gonna hop on a bus. Mm Mm-hmm. And Emma's insisting, you know, I lied to protect him. I... All of this was for Henry and... Gold's like, no, I think you lied to protect yourself. You didn't want to get hurt again. This was selfish. This was all for you. And then he compares her to Regina. Not the first person to do it, but this one feels like it hurts a little more. Yeah, somehow the 11-year-old does it. It's not quite as (laughs) (laughs) hard-hitting. Because he also says things like, Eleven! Yeah. So I don't Yeah, I don't, you do kind of shoot your credibility in the foot when you just scream your age every now okay. and again. After this conversation, Neil and Henry emerge and Henry goes over and is like, Hey Emma, um, can we like Neil wants to take me to a museum, can we go back to the apartment and get a camera so I can take pictures at the museum? No, 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 no. He doesn't say a museum. He says the, the- museum. You're right. He does say the the, singular one museum. (laughs) The thing is New York only has one. Uh Yep. The New York Museum. It's the only one they got. There's no other museums in New York. Just this one museum. The museum. Yes. So they're gonna go get a camera for the museum. And Emma's like, Yeah, sure thing, kid. How's your pizza? And he goes, It's good. It's delicious, cheesy, and doesn't lie iconic one of my favorite most favorite lines it's petty it's nothing like a child would say (laughs) all my favorite things in dialogue in this show it's just a wild line it's a delicious cheesy and doesn't lie it's a cheesy line Well, now I have to shoot you (laughs) that's fair so sorry (laughs) Them's the rules. Them's just the rules. We leave this child in his weird sentences to go back to Storybrooke. Regina meets Mary Margaret at the diner, and Mary Margaret confronts her about her plan and reveals, you know, I saw that you want the dagger. Why are you working with Cora? This is a really bad idea. Regina's like, it's none of your business. And Mary Margaret keeps pushing, because she wants to give Regina a second chance for good. Yay. Yay. Good. Regina points out, um, I was always good, and it was not until you, Little Miss Meddler, added the evil things that all this changed. Yep. So, I was a good person till you came into my life. Fuck you. Yep. She says that. It's weird. I wish and, she would. I wish they got a single fuck. It would have been just one fuck. Just one, a, a whole series. That's a good question for the end of this episode. Where's the one fucking put in this episode? Or in this series? Yep. Yep. Okay. But Mary Margaret asks why she'd go back to her old ways after trying so hard. And Regina's like, why? So I could go sit at a diner with a bunch of hypocrites that don't want to hang out with me and don't think I've changed? Hard pass. Fair enough. Y'all were mean about my lasagna, then ate it all, and then I walked out alone because no one talked to me. I would not want to join you. Yeah. You ate my food, said nothing nice to me, yelled at me, and then I went home. Also yep. then, then I, I got accused of murder, for murder. <laughs> that I didn't commit the one. Find single, out on my own. The one single murder I didn't commit. <laughs> and y'all are like yelling at me for it. <laughs> This is the first time in our history it together me. it wasn't me. <laughs> you jerks. So all that to say she warns Mary Margaret to stay out of her way, and Mary Margaret uh tries to convince Regina that Cora doesn't care about her or Henry, but it doesn't work. Regina is not having it, she's not listening. In the Enchanted Forest of the Past, the Royal Doctor is checking on a very, very sick Ava. And Snow asks the doctor what's wrong, but he doesn't know. All we do know is that Ava doesn't seem to have much time, and these awful people put her in her sick bed with her heels on. How dare they? Like, I'm fine. She has her dress on fine, fine, fine. Somebody take her goddamn take her shoes off! Take her stilettos off, please. <laughs> Truly. What is That's wrong? Kind? <laughs> also... Putting her shoes onto her bed where she sleeps. Right. You don't put your exactly. shoes on someone's bed. The same. Mm-hmm. The only people that do that are the same people that drink orange juice out of the carton at a stranger's house. Henry. <laughs> yeah, Henry goes to bed heels <laughs> on. <laughs> he does. He wears his heels to bed and drinks <laughs> a carton out of the carton from somebody else's house. He goes into oh, other monsters. people's house. At- <laughs> takes their carton of orange juice back to his bedroom (laughs) drinks from it sleeps in his heels and takes it back in the morning does the whole thing all over again (laughs) every night yep he is the monster under the bed (laughs) so Snow Minchin says like hey mom we can cancel the ball well she doesn't say mom she goes mother we can cancel the ball and have it when you're better and Ava's like, no, no, sweet child. The ball must go on. <laughs> we don't want to worry your birth. We- I don't want to ruin your birthday. No, no, no. I want to see you walking down that aisle in your dress and we'll celebrate. It'll With be your a tiara, tiara good. on. It'll be a good birthday. Mm-hmm. And then she starts coughing again. Violently. Violently. And Johanna's like, come on, small child. Let's get out. And it's revealed that there is blood on the handkerchief. I didn't oh, put that oh. into the series. It... Yep. And so they exit the room and Snow asks Johanna if her mother's going to survive and uh, basically, no. No, she's not. She's not. She's not. Making no. It. <laughs> no. No, she's not going to live. And Johanna says, but maybe magic can save her. On her own she will not survive. If we have magic, she might have a chance. <laughs> and she says to find her mother's mentor, which I Feel like we don't dwell Are, like, on enough. Confidant, yeah, we really I, I feel like don't. Not a thing they give me enough of. Her mentor is a, a fairy, it's the blue fairy, I guess, oh, a fairy who can grant a wish for a true heart. Sure. So Johanna says, "Okay, small child, you must go wish on the blue star to reach this fairy." Okay, so we have a little quest to go on. I don't know Johanna, why the Go fuck don't you do, deep do you not into have a the dark heart? wood? Small child. Right? Does Johanna not have a pure heart? What what skeletons are in her closet that she can't do this herself? <laughs> you know. She's left her way little to the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we went very different directions. She steals <laughs> tiara's obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> she is the you know, uh, she's actually a bandit. Oh, surprise.
1: Johanna is like Flynn it.
0: Rider. Yes. That's what it yes. is. Exactly. Back to New York City, folks. Oh, okay. Great. Neil and Emma are walking together and she says, it, you know, Henry and I have to go back home and hey, you should come with us. And Neil's kind of skirting around the conversation. He is about to say something assumedly important. But Henry does what Henry does best, mm-hmm. he interrupts. a boy, Henry. They get back to the apartment to go get the camera for the museum. Of course, the singular Gold. museum. Mm-hmm. And once again, Gold and Emma wait in the lobby because they're not invited to do anything with the Dream Team anymore. No. Nope. Meal and Henry are like two peas in the pod. They are besties. Yep. These two can't. They can't sit with them. Well, no, because they are not delicious. They are not cheesy. And they lie. And lie. <laughs> are you? Are you not a pizza? You can't sit with us. Exactly. So they're up in the apartment to get the camera, and as Emma and Gold are waiting, Hook bursts into the lobby and stabs Gold with his hook. Another just really comedic scene. It's not uh-huh. supposed to be, but no, my God, like, ah, he just charges in. It's like a jump scare. Yep. Oh, oh, no, it's good. It's just a moment that makes me laugh more than it should. Always. He, go, he goes to strike again, but Emma smashes the garbage can over his head. And he's reunited with his true love, the floor. Um, if I have to put this floor and killing it on the it's it, we, we agreed it cannot be consensual because the That's floor true. does not have That's feelings. So true. Remember, we had the whole, That's true. We had I the forgot, mad... we had a whole conversation about, <laughs> about that. About Mad Max, remember? about? Oh, I forgot about Mad Max. <laughs> of course how could i have forgotten mad max <laughs> i will never forget mad max no. i need you all to know the number of times this week i just texted low mad max <laughs> I, has been at least three it's been more than you would expect which is why it's surprising i forgot about it because our brains are trying to protect us in a way <laughs> from whatever evil yeah it was, was like released. no What we're not gonna do is think about Mad Max at this current (laughs) juncture. (laughs) Correct. So he's back on the floor Mm -hmm. and Neil comes down to hear what the commotion was and see that Gold is bleeding and he's like, Papa I don't know if he actually says that, but he calls his father Papa, so I have to assume. He might be like the first time running in and going, Papa (laughs) (laughs) That he needs to stop is what he needs to do. Grown men call their fathers Papa. I just not don't... good. Nope. All offense to you if you do that. Uh, complete. All offense. <laughs> complete all oh, you grown men listening to this <laughs> podcast. I'm <laughs> pretty sure locally famous Matthew Winter is the only one that listens. It. <laughs> it's probably true. That's probably true. I don't think he calls his father Papa, so... <laughs> Except, here's what I know about locally famous Matthew Winter. He's about to start. <laughs> oh no. Just to <laughs> uh, antagonize us. Just to ruin my day. Yeah, thank exactly. you. Exactly. So Neil helps get Gold up to the apartment to try and stop the bleeding, and they decide to lock Hook in the storage room. Yeah. Or like. like a closet. Kind Of thing, it's just like, yeah, shove him in there. Yeah, there's a storage unit there, that's fine. Yeah, this will be fine. And they find Hook's map and realize that he brought his ship. Question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, because my first thought was, did this bastard man fly? No, he took a ship and somehow know. beat them, like, he got there in no time. Well, excuse you, it's the fastest ship in all the realms. Ooh, 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 ooh. Excuse Is you. you right? That is, that's literally the justification. That's stupid. And Henry is very worried about his grandpa. He's very worried about Gold. It's very stressful. It's very and stressful when you, you know, a man's been stabbed. Yes. And he's fussing and Gold's like, did you leave me alone? This is your fault for bringing us here? Question mark, question mark, question mark. And he pushes him, Henry away and Emma's like, hey, bud, why did not you go look for a charger? Great. I have a question. Was it not Mr. Gold? Because he's mad at him for bringing them to New York. He's like, Henry, this is all your fault. This was Gold's idea. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. That's it. Maybe he's mad because he got... They had to get the camera for the museum. Yeah. He got stabbed because they had to get the camera for the singular museum. Yeah. Or... We don't know. Is he mad because... Henry wasn't there. Hook would have gone there regardless because his evidence I, was against I the know, crocodile. Oh, he does say "tick tick times up crocodile," and that's important. That to is me. very. It's very he stabs good. And he goes "tick tick Talk. times up crocodile." He does. It's it's. It's weird. It he is. says that and it's weird. <laughs> he does say it. It is weird. He also says it in a way that I didn't quite get what he was saying in the first moment. Yeah. Like, I didn't get tick out of it. And so it was, like, really confused. Like, it's fair. What are we talking about? What is you? happening? Oh, why Why did he just oh. say the word dick? I don't. It's funny because dicks. And, oh, obviously. Penis eye. Very hilarious. Yes, yes. I assume so, that is the-, the plural of penis. Yeah. Penis eye. It's a gaggle of e <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a cackle of cocks. Of course it's a cackle of cocks. <laughs> Get it together, you know this. I know it's a cackle of cocks, I just don't know what a group of penis eye are called. <laughs> I don't think you got it, penis eye. Perfect, great. <laughs> Henry shockingly listens and goes to look for this mysterious charger. And the group realizes that Gold isn't just bleeding, he has been poisoned. Which means they need to get him back to Storybrook, lickety split, and the fastest way is on the sh- ship. And Neil's like, All right, I'll captain it. And Emma's like, You can captain a pirate ship? And he's like, Yeah, I've been around for a few hundred years or something weird. Not, not my first rodeo. <laughs> I don't like it. No. no. I don't like it. No. In Storybrook. David and Mary and Margaret meet up with Mother Superior and she's all flustered. She's like, I'm worried. I noticed dark magic has been expelled and agrees to help with whatever they need. And they're like, Yeah, uh, dark magic has been expelled because Cora and Regina are trying to fi- find Rumple's dagger and that's a bad thing. Huh. Can you help us use your magic to find it first? It occurs to me this is the most useless scene. Oh, wildly. Considering later we find out she can't help for shit. Yeah, no, there's... We're only here so that she's in the plot. Yeah. So that there can be the reveal at the end. I guess. Stupid. In the Enchanted Forest, Baby Snow has trouble telling which is the blue star... And she's just staring at the stars like, oh god, is it that one? Well, that one looks a little blue. Well, maybe it's this one. And as she's having this star-struck moment, the blue fairy appears anyway. And Snow is confused by this because she has yet to make her wish. Fair. Fair enough. And Blue says, I can sense your need and I know that you have a sick mother. Great, we're already all caught up. This is fantastic. Much easier than having to explain it. Love when we don't have to do the exposition, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Snow begins to plead for help. Blue says, "Sorry, kid. There's no way to prevent a death." But then she goes, "Well, there is a way. There is a dark magic candle that will give life to someone at the expense of another." Mm-hmm. Basically says, "Oh, there's a way you can use this candle, but it comes with a cost, and that cost is you must exchange life for another." And Snow's very torn about it. And you can see she's grappling with what to do and deciding if she wants to save her mother or if it's worth it. And eventually she refuses to use the candle. Right, because she's like, well, how how do I... Because the Blue Fairy's like, you hold this candle over the heart Mm -hmm. of the person you want to kill. Yep. And then hold it over your mom's heart. And she's like, well, how do I know who to kill? She's like, well, you have to do that yourself. You pick. You pick. And, and Snow's like, I don't want a choose-your-own-adventure. That sounds horrifying. Truly. Which is valid. Fair enough. I don't like choose-your-own-adventure books, only because I mm-hmm. always run into the deaths. I used to sit there. I was the fucked-up kid that would try to find the ways to die. You know, this suddenly makes a lot more sense why in Nancy Drew games I like finding you the You like to finding die. every single way there is possible to die. Yeah. I just I think would that always get... I, I always enjoyed going back to find the ways to die, but I'd always get mad because I'd always be genuinely trying to survive it. Yeah. And then I'd run into it and I'd be like, damn it. I wouldn't say that I because two I was pages seven, in. but. Man, I made exactly two choices in and I'm dead. Yeah, exactly. I fell off Terrible. the wagon and off the fricking side of the mountain. Died of dysentery. Yep. 100%. I am actually referring to an Oregon Trail <laughs> choose your own adventure. So, yes. I knew it. We are now back in New York City. And Neil is texting someone to get a car so he can get gold to his ship quicker. And Emma asks how he knew. Hook. And Neil says this isn't the first world Great. I stepped. I stopped in. If he hadn't stopped there, he'd be a couple hundred years old. It's uncomfy. I don't like that. I know it makes sense. I understand I like it makes it. sense because I know, I Neverland. and I know that Rumple was the dark one for a very long time, but I don't like it, but I don't have to like it. <laughs> that means, no, hang on. No, I don't like it either. Cause now it implies that <laughs> when we see Rumpel, the ogre war was maybe a hundred years before snow. No, that's not right. Because it's King Leopold. Where do these hundred years exist? Well, there's no... I don't think we know of any ruler in the Ogre Wars. The general... True. Or at least the... We have a duke. We have a duke. We know of the duke. The singular (laughs) duke who sends horses. So, theoretically, that could have been hundred years before Mary... Hundreds. Hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. That's uncomfy. Uh-huh. Which would also mean hundreds of years no. before Regina. Um, no. Should would mean hundreds of years before no. Cora. And Zelina, unless let's just not forget. Zelina is so horny for Rumpelstiltskin. Zelina? That's, all. that's a- Yeah, no, that's just a fun little thing she likes to say. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's just a snippet for later, A surprise tool for later. Yeah, no, no, no. That woman is horned up, but... It's something. So he... So... Theoretically, he could be, like, 500 years old. Well, that's enough once for one night. Thanks all for being Mm -hmm. here. Um, are any of you fans of Twilight? How did you deal with this? How did you handle this? How long have you been 17? For a long time. How long have you been the dark one? (laughs) For a long long time. time. Speaking of, today that book turned 17 years old. Twilight is 17 years old. Climb on my back, spider monkey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Well, enough of that. Well, that's enough internet for one day. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Pack it in. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, yeah, hundreds of years old. Henry walks in and shows Emma a text from David and Mary Margaret. And Emma tells Gold, like, hey, uh, bud, Cora and Regina are looking for the dagger, so here are your options. You tell us where the dagger is so we can stop it, or they're going to get it first. You need to make a choice. And Gold's like, nah. I haven't lost that dagger for hundreds of years. It hasn't been out of my possession. And Emma's like, you can trust us. We're all family supposedly. But Quite literally happy. family. Yeah. Uh-huh. As we have all learned. Today. And he, yeah, he's like, nah. I haven't lost it before and I'm not gonna start today. Although technically it's out of his possession right now. Right, it's very weird. Mm-hmm. He's incorrect in, on several levels. Several levels. In storybrook, Mother Superior is using her wand to weaken the spell on the pawn shop. That, I guess, Rumpelstiltskin placed on it before he left? Or was it Cora and Regina putting it on because it was dark magic? I don't know. I don't know how we got here. No. This is bad writing because I don't know how we got here. No. Because this, we we are experiencing this, like, we're experiencing this watch through like you would have at the time. With a week Week between each episode. If we don't remember, we're not, we don't remember. And you haven't explained did Cora and Regina place a spell? Is that the huge dark magic that was expelled? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. It's bad writing. It is bad and they should feel bad. Okay, great. Agreed. <laughs> so she's trying to use her wand and Snow asks Blue if she can use dark magic since that's the only way to stop Cora. And she's like, well, you remember that one time. You gave me that candle to, like, I don't know, bring my mom back and kill someone else. And Blue's like, I I don't, I don't know what that (laughs) is. It's, I I forgot to mention, it doesn't work, by the way. Her magic does not work. She can't get in, so Snow's like, dark magic. And Blue's like, I don't know dark magic. I don't, what? I don't know her. I don't know her. I just manipulate other people into using dark magic for my own personal gain. Mm -hmm. And at this point, David gets a call from Emma, and she has the location of the dagger. Yay! Yay! Where is that dagger? She, she bugged Rumpel enough till he caved and was like, "Fucking stop talking." I can only assume Henry just kept walking over and drinking a carton of orange juice with his heels him. on. <laughs> no, no, no! He took his heels and put them on no. Rumpel's skin because he's on his <laughs> deathbed. <in> <laughs> yep, and that's what you do. It's true. In the Enchanted Forest, Snow goes back to the palace after talking to the Blue Fairy and she goes to her mother and she's apologizing for not taking the candle and being so weak but that she couldn't kill someone else and Ava's like, no, I'm proud of you that was strength, that wasn't weakness you did the right thing and Ava tells Snow that she's reached a point where she won't get better and kind of says, you know, you're going to be a great queen in the future and that I'm basically, I'm dying and it's all up to you. You're going to do great. I'm never going to leave you and there's goodness in your heart. And then she just dramatically slowly closes her eyes and dies. You know what? The bitch does know how to like transition. She knows timing. She knows her well. moments very well. Yep. Precisely. We're now in Storybrooke, and David and Mary Margaret go to the top of the clock tower, which is the location that Emma provided them. Our first visit inside of the clock yes. tower. A very exciting location that we see lots and lots and lots of through the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. David opens up the window and goes to the hand of the clock. Is that, yeah, it's called the hand? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And removes the dagger from the minute hand. Oh, you even wrote that down for me. Look I, look at, that Look at that. And they're so excited. They're like, oh my god, we got the dagger. We beat them. We did it. We did it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No eating kitchen. They, they start singing this. It's really weird. It is They do weird. a whole dance. David's like, bring out the pancakes. <laughs> and she's like, no. I told no, you. No it's pancakes. My no pancakes. <laughs> so as they're doing their perhaps preemptive celebration, <laughs> Regina and Cora poof into the room. In Mary Parker, it's like, see Regina, you should have chosen good because good has won. Except, it no, it like, hasn't. No, you have. You, no, they—they they literally just interrupted your victory celebration. Uh-huh. And and it's funny that she says this because seconds before David had pulled out his gun and they poofed it away. So clearly. If you're holding an object in your hand, they have the ability to use their magic to get rid of that (laughs) item. Which is confusing to me why this whole charade is done in the first place. (laughs) Just for dramatic effect. (laughs) No, Cora is a dramatic bitch. She is. And just to prove that, she's like, oh no, see, your problem is you don't see all the cards on the table, essentially. and She poofs Johanna to the clock tower and says... No, no, it's not good or evil that wins. It's power, and this is power. I have the upper hand because this is someone you care about and you have to make a choice. Save her or give us the dagger. And they rip out Johanna's heart and yeah, they're going to kill her. Virginia yeah. Virginia pulls got her. Up. Yep. Her her tick tick. Her tick tick. Her tick tock. Time's up, crocodile. <laughs> Times up, crocodile. That in impl- you know what? That is a different line now. <laughs> Post times up. Uh huh. TikTok times up, crocodile. Uh huh. In the enchanted forest, it's Ava's funeral slash No's birthday party. <laughs> Yay! The best kind of birthday party, a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Johanna gets Ava's tiara to give to Snow and says the kingdom needs her now more than ever to show strength and grief. And Snow puts on the tiara and she goes, she was right. It is heavy. And then she smiles, which is a weird choice. Yeah. I get it's like a sad, like melancholy, but her smile is a little bit too happy. Yeah, definitely. Well, I you know, it's a hard thing to strike the, um. I'm, I'm heartbroken because I'm in yeah. the middle of grief, but also I'm remembering something that I learned, but it was a fond memory. A at fond the time. memory, yeah. And all this to say, Bailey Madison is acting the shit out of this role. She is going harder than she needs to, and I love it for her. Yeah. Oh, completely. And the diction Mother. She enunciates everything she says. She does. She has control over her, her tongue. I don't like the <laughs> sentence. I stopped talking, Then no, You just go ahead and put those words right back where they came from. <laughs> oh, yep. So they go to the funeral, and Snow shows a strong face and goes to her mother's coffin and puts a snowdrop flower on Ava's chest. She kneels, and that signals everyone else to kneel as well. Important to note, there are nuns in the background. I don't like the implications of the nuns. <laughs> no one does. So she kneels, closes her eyes, and we can tell time passes because everyone behind her disappears. And Johanna places a hand on her shoulder and says, hey, it's over. So they leave. Then the blue fairy flies into the room and, shock, she transforms into Cora. Who goes My god! talk! She goes to talk to the corpse. Have a little chit-chat with dead Ava. As one does, uh, one must gloat over the corpse of one's enemy. I, I, we know where Cora got it from, I will say. That feels like something Cora, Cora we know where Regina got it from. There we go. Yes, there you go. We know where Regina got it from. Oh, yeah. Because, oh my god. Oh, yeah. But she walks over to the corpse and says, poison looks good on you. So we have revealed that, that Queen Ava was poisoned. Yep. And she begins to monologue, first talking to Ava, but then she kind of picks up the flower and is just doing a soliloquy to the snowdrop flower. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Like, talking directly to it, and she says, Snow would have made a great ruler, but instead my daughter Regina will be. And Snow will be left knowing how it feels to be the Miller's daughter. And she says the candle wasn't Snow's only test to turn her soul black. And then she kisses her fingers and puts them on Ava's lips. I am so glad we made the ruling that inanimate objects can't consent. <laughs> I like that a corpse is an inanimate object. It's correct. I just I It's like inanimate, that but... There's an- no animation to it. Nope. Nope. Unless it's a zombie. Which we have had before and it would not be the first time. Correct. But no. Not this uh, time. Yeah. It's a wild move. It is. It's weird. I don't get it. Wild choice, of, especially with the context of the Miller's daughter episode, which, by the way, Ava one eighty. Oh, I have character. a whole thing Good. to talk about with that Christ. because, um, what? But yeah, I I don't know. It's weird. I just it it's something about like kissing your fingers mm-hmm. and putting them on someone's lips feels inherently intimate. It feels inherently romantic like absolutely agree. I think kissing your fingers and then like patting their cheek condescendingly or like yep or like one of these. <laughs> yeah, just show middle a full finger. middle finger on ABC on <laughs> ABC. Yeah. Yeah. They'd be cool, down with that, right? Standards in practice wouldn't have a problem with that. No. Um but we do none of that. This is fingers to lips. Yeah. Fingers Right on the lips. And that just, something about it, especially with how gentle it is, feels inherently romantic. It's weird. It is weird. We are now back in Storybrooke and we're back in the clock tower. And Cora tries to get the dagger from Mary Margaret. Oh, I, I jumped ahead of myself. This is where David pulls the gun. Point still stands. They have magic. I don't know why Mary Margaret is standing there holding the dagger going, we won. No, babes. No, friend. Oh, friend. Oh, oh friend. Oh, friend. Oh, friend. Uh-huh. And Regina is crushing Johanna's heart and th- this poor woman no one told her how to make pain sounds. She's keeps going. Ooh! <laughs> uh, it's not wrong. <laughs> it's like she's standing in the room. <laughs> it's weird. Yeah, it's not great. And Cora tells Mary Margaret that she'll follow her mother's example. And at that moment Mary Margaret realizes it was not the blue fairy who gave her the candle but Cora and that Cora poisoned her mother. And Cora admits to it. She's like, "Yeah. Yeah, I did that so my daughter would be queen." And Regina looks very shocked by this but keeps squeezing the heart, not so shocked that she stops doing no. the task at hand. No, 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 no. She is a a task-driven woman. <laughs> of course. She will complete her task. Johanna tells Mary Margaret to not give up the dagger. And Cora says to give it up or lose another person. But Mary Margaret falls to her knees and drops the dagger. And the dagger flies to Cora's hand immediately. And Regina then puts Johanna's heart back into her chest. Johanna runs over to to embrace Snow. And Cora's like, oh no, but I'm not done yet. She says something along those lines. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, but I'm not done yet. And Flings Johanna magically through the clock face to plummet down to her death. It is one of oh. our more grisly murders. It's gruesome. She is smacked onto the concrete. Like, it's not grisly in the Ruby ate a-, a town. Grizzly. No. We don't see that level of gore, but. There's just. It's an old woman that we kill. Which, we We've straight murdered an old woman. Uh-huh. And there's something, like, really upsetting about the fact that it's a physical death. It's not yes. her heart being crushed. She's yes. flung out a window. Yes. There, I. There's just something about that that feels it, worse. I think it's because it it's like, other than the fact that she was thrown magically, like, you fall out of that clock tower, you could have died. Correct. Like, there's something... Real upsetting about it being like an actual physical murder, natural quote unquote, because being murdered is not natural. Right, natural causes are what killed her. Right, like it, gravity got her, not Mm -hmm. not her heart being squeezed into ash. There's something. There is something. It'll get you. It'll get you every time. (laughs) Just there's something gnarly about that. Yeah. And Regina says, "This is what being good gets you." And they disappear as Mary Margaret sobs, weeps into her husband's chest, and David is just holding her, trying to console her on this very dark, dark birthday once again. (laughs) Cora and Regina go to the mayor's office, and Regina's glad to be out of hiding. But then she kind of starts to talk to her mom, and she's upset that she didn't know about Cora's history with Snow's mother. And Cora says she was sparing her, but Regina... Wants to have known what it took for her to become queen. She's like, I wish you would have told me. I, I want to know how we got here. And at this point, she realizes that her mother set her up for the riding lessons for her day and that she made it so that Snow's horse was spooked and that the timing was perfect for Regina to save her. Basically, everything has been orchestrated by Cora. We get a series of flashbacks showing her just lurking in the woods watching things happen. <laughs> Basically, yeah. It's Just like, hmm. Lurk. Lurk. Spook horse. Yep. Just, we don't know what she did to spook the horse, but she clearly spooked Uh the horse somehow. Yep. And so at this point, she also becomes suspicious of why her mother needs the dagger. Then she's like, okay, well, mom, you you said that being queen was your goal. You wanted me to be queen. Hmm? I am. I am the queen. You have what you wanted, so why are you doing this? What's the point of this? And she's wondering how they're going to use the use the dagger to get Henry, if Mary Margaret and David know that they have the dagger. Like they, right. the element of surprise has been lost. Right. Yeah. No, because the whole plan was, we'll use Rumple to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Henry will know, you. know that it's you. Yeah. But now so everybody we'll knows love you. Exactly. And Cora is sitting behind the office, mind you. It's such a power move. Uh, office, behind the desk. She's sitting behind Regina's desk, stroking the dagger. Yeah. And soon says, there'll be nothing more than a memory when Gold is back. Mm. 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 Not suspicious. In New York, Uh-huh. In New York, Neil says that he's not going to sit back and let his papa die. And he and Emma find a car and Emma's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sir, I know you. You're not about to hotwire this car, are you? And he's like, no, I have keys. They belong to a friend. Mm-hmm. And Emma says, okay. Mm-hmm. And then this friend runs up. This this woman runs up and introduces herself as Tamara. And, oh, shocking. This is not a friend. This is Neil's fiance. Ooh. oh, shit. We are now in Storebrook, which is where we will end the episode. Mary Margaret is putting a snowdrop flower on Johanna's grave, and David's like, "Hey, you did the best you could," and Mary Margaret just ignores him. She's over. <laughs> Shut it. up. And she looks over and sees Regina's family mausoleum and says, "It's been left untouched." And David tries to stop her and's like, "No, I've been good my whole life, and it's only only ever cost me more lives." And he's like, yeah, no, this is what Cora wants. He wants she, she wants you to lose your faith in being good and to be corrupt. And Mary Margaret's like, no, no, no. And she lists all the time that her kindness has backfired and led to more destruction and death mm-hmm. and sorrow. And David thinks that they still have time to get the dagger back. And Mary Margaret says, instead of others changing, she has to change. And she announces that she is going to kill Cora. Ooh! spicy she's so good our 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 hero ladies and gentlemen so good and that's the episode oh bravo thank you take a take a sip oh i so that was a lot yeah um i like this episode i i it's a core episode i love it to death i every time we head in this direction i'm like yes and i know especially as like kind of the establishing Mm -hmm. episode of like okay this is where we're raising the stakes right like yeah they have the dagger we are coming to the mid-season finale we are rumple is dying like we are now in full there's no more spinning our wheels we gotta get this thing done Mm -hmm. so like i know we're headed into just some really fun action-packed episodes oh absolutely um, yeah uh, all that said I have a few thoughts and questions uh-huh. concerns, But do you would you like to start with with your item one um okay yeah um well okay actually I have a very small gripe and we'll start there I'm ready this this has like absolutely nothing I just didn't find a spot to throw it in but um Mr Mr David Nolan I would like to address um okay. please the the David Nolan in the room um Mr David Nolan Your wife doesn't like her birthday. Yeah. For some pretty clear reasons. Even more after this episode, fuck her birthday. Fuck her birthday. Her mom died on her birthday. Like, and now her, or like, second mom has died on her birthday. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. there is a, because you can kind of tell he's like, but when he says, like, I was hoping that maybe, like, now that the curse has been lifted, you'd feel differently about your birthday. I don't understand his logic, but that's what he thinks. And, like, it's pretty uh, clear it comes from a sweet place if he wants to celebrate his wife. He loves her. He loves her and he wants to celebrate her. Sir, pick a different day. Yeah, any just, other day to love and celebrate your wife. Just decide. And you can... In fact, it would be very cute if you just decided randomly, like, February 17th is Snow White Day, and we celebrate, and it has nothing to do with her birthday at all. It's just I like her a lot and want to make her pancakes. Right. You can break your pancake rule that we have invented. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, um, there's a solution here, sir. Please fix it. Stop bugging her about her birthday. She doesn't like it. Celebrate her half birthday if you insist. But, like, just pick a day. Just pick a random day day. and decide you're going to celebrate her that day. Because it's clear she She does not like it. She doesn't want it. Not even a little. Leave her alone and stop bothering her about it. No. Snow. Just because a man is making breakfast doesn't mean he's trying to celebrate your birthday. (laughs) He probably makes breakfast quite often if you pay attention. (laughs) She's just never paying attention. She's never watching him actually make breakfast, but she's on high alert because it's her birthday. That's fair. Um, I have another small little teensy little gripe. Uh Uh-huh. There are a few times in the episode that Johanna is like, Find the king. Where's the king? Uh Let's get King Leopold. Where in the goddamn fuck is King Leopold? Where? The fuck?" king leopold it, it's interesting we talked about this a lot in season one they paint him as a wonderful father the perfect husband he was a dick to regina and was like she likes someone else i'm a locker in this room and hire someone to spy on her he's a dick to freaking snow half the time was not at the funeral. No, and Decidedly if, absent. And if he was there, and like, because you could argue. They couldn't get the actor. They couldn't get the actor, but you could, you could argue he was at the funeral. You could say, Fine. we just didn't see it. That's fair enough. And I'll give them that. But, a bereaved teenage Snow... Mm -hmm. is kneeling on the ground in front of her mother's body long enough for a congregation to clear out. The light has changed. Yes. She has been there for a while. No father. Even if he was there, he just looked at that and was like... Well, that's not my problem. Not my circus, not my monkeys. <laughs> but, well, usually my wife handled this stuff, and I don't know what to do. So, so, um, I'm gonna go find a new wife. Let me go hunt down some more wives. So that, um, I don't have to handle the, the mom stuff. Yeah. 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 So Leopold just fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, 100%. Especially when we get more of the backstory. Right? Like, I don't... That actually leads really nicely into my biggest gripe with this episode. I'm ready. I am prepared. Ava fully changes into a different person. Oh, absolutely. And it's weird to me because the Miller's daughter comes after this one. So we knew how we had portrayed her. But then... Like, she's a deeply terrible person in The Miller's Daughter. Absolutely. That episode needed to come first. They make so many references to now she'll know what it means to be The Miller's Daughter. I think we needed the hit of how shitty Ava was. Right. And even just if we could have gotten, I think if we had gotten a third episode with this actress in just a single flashback, like, kind of after her coronation. Where she realizes, yeah. where she gets the heavy, or it could have been in this episode even. Yeah. Where like she I gets, used to be a dick. She gets the, oh, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Like, yeah. and suddenly she's queen and she gets, like, she gains a lot of empathy, weirdly enough. I in Probably or what is the opposite. <laughs> probably what is the opposite of how it usually goes, but like- Right. You know? We needed something because I cannot reconcile these. No. much like Mila's one eighty, I cannot reconcile these two versions of a woman. We're getting no; they're completely and, dichotomous. And to put like my slightly feminist lens on, it's actually really upsetting how many times we have a woman go through something upset, like just be needlessly cruel and awful, and kind of it's kind of the what the multiverse of madness yeah. thing where it's like. Why are we portraying this woman who is grieving and upset? At, why does she have to be a villain because of that? Why did Mila have to be a villain? Why couldn't she have just been, I'm really hurt? Yeah. Like, I, it's really weird how we're... We villainize our women a lot in the uh, show. We really do. Um, And then it is weird to do the 180, and it would be... I would feel so differently about it in a better constructed, better written show. Yeah. Where... Well, I I don't want to say better written, better constructed, yes, and um more ambitious. A show that, yes, something a that show, was more was trying to say something. Yeah, ju- well, just like something that had more of a point of view, not pure entertainment. Because this is entertainment. Yeah. This really this is isn't a, trying a to say anything. a Dramatic entertainment show. Yeah, this is a soap opera. It's not really trying to say anything. Um, yeah. but I do like I think the juxtaposition of. The Mila we get at the beginning of the Ogre War and where she ends up and the juxtaposition of like Ava from her point of view and Snow's like, this is my mother, I worship her point of view versus Korra's I hate this woman, she ruined my life point of view and then finding the gray area of like, oh no, this is who the person actually was. Then I wouldn't have right. a problem with the fact that we're getting these wildly inconsistent with things. Very little. I, I understand that in the Miller's daughter, we do get a moment that switches things. I do think we get a brief moment of like, oh, and now Ava's nice, right? But it's but it's and it's now not named, satisfying. Well, and it's and now Ava's nice. It's not. Oh, Cora's misconstruing things yeah like it's not oh she's not been particularly mean and cora's just decided she's a terrible person it's no she was a decidedly terrible person she was a bitch and then a something changes she, she literally said i think she's pregnant and he wants i don't think you should marry her she's probably pregnant with someone else's baby don't marry her yeah like ava is shitty Ava's in Shady. And she's mean. Like, she's unkind. She's mean-spirited. And again, if we'd gotten, like, another moment of where she kind of is, she catches herself better. falling into that. And then it's like, no, that's not the person I am anymore. Maybe I'd Give sit better. Us something.
1: But God, like, it alas.
0: is weird. It's weird. Because we have was- this angel baby Martyr marked for death, yeah. In this episode, and then we're gonna go to the Miller's daughter. But where I don't think I'm sorry that she died. She kind of sucked. <laughs> she kind of is terrible. Like yeah, she didn't get mad at Johanna for wearing the crown. That was nice of her that one time. Yeah. She also actively ruined another woman's another life. Another woman's life. Because apparently Leopold's dick is something everyone wants really badly. I don't know. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's weird. I mean, he is the king, I guess. Or the prince. Yes. The crown prince. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just wild. Just, I yeah. did I didn't, I don't like it. No. Uh, while we're on the subject of Johanna, I mentioned uh-huh. her, so I'm saying we're on the subject of. Mm-hmm. How... David says, I didn't know Johanna was here, And uh-huh. so I was like, neither did I. Mm-hmm. In the season two premiere, I'm pretty sure. We have mm-hmm. signs everywhere, and Ruby's like, are you looking for someone? There's someone you're missing. Come find us. We're yep. matching up people that are lost with their people, and it's we're, we're helping track people down. And I recognize you don't know who is there, but from their knowledge, except for the tiny little circle of Camelot that they found, mm-hmm. everyone was cursed so you can assume right anyone in the kingdom was brought over right and i I'm, I'm i will jump to defense for a couple of weeks okay david couldn't have known to look for johanna cuz it doesn't seem like he really understood yeah. how close they were or anything yeah and snow was cursed right. into or you know jumped through the portal and was fighting her way back however right. They have been back for some time now, and I it's, recognize there will have been other things, but it's it's weird if you had one person that you were so close to, mm-hmm. that you. It's weird that you would not try and track that person down in some regard, right? And I get there's a it, there's a phenomenon in Storybrooke people just cease to exist. Like Catherine has just stopped existing. Oh yeah, in no, she she just is no longer with us. <laughs> she. She's with us. She's not dead. She's just no longer with us. (laughs) (laughs) And I also recognize they probably did not have this character created until two episodes ago. (laughs) But also why couldn't we just have like Sano comes out and looks suspiciously at the pancakes because she knows they're a birthday treat. And it's like no no. I I don't celebrate my birthday. And then David's like that's not I for th- me. Well, no. And what he if he, no? What if he was? Because that's what happens. Yeah. But what if he just said no? I actually, I got you a present. and I think you're gonna like it. And he brings Johanna in.
1: Why yeah. didn't he
0: track her down for Snow? Or they could have given us a lame thing of like, I know, I saw her. I, she and I've been trying to find time. We've been so busy because wraiths. And, like, give us, if you really want to, we would try, we, again, we know they've been busy. We would, we would believe a shitty excuse of, like, I know, I feel awful she's been wanting to actually properly catch up, and I, I haven't. I haven't been. Or, no, I, I, yeah, I just, I think, instead of, instead of a weird tiara. Yeah. Instead of the weird tiara thing. Make the gift Johanna. Make the gift. It could have been Johanna with the tiara. The tiara doesn't need to be part of it. Why are we? That's such a weird thing. This is the that gift is... you had when your mother died. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday. Right. Happy birthday. This is your death crown. Your death. Your death tiara- yeah. Your death <laughs> crown. But yeah. So like could weird have been, to me. Yeah. 100%. Should have been Johanna walking through the door. And that could have been why she was suspicious and was like, I don't do birthdays, and David could have gone. David's like, I know. I know you don't do birthdays, but I think this is a really important gift, and I wanted to give it to you. It, exactly. Instead of just looking, her staring at pancakes and going, the fuck are these birthday pancakes for? <laughs> I hate your pancakes. <laughs> Breaking his heart. It shatters. He loves his birthday pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, what, what's next on yours? I have one more thing. What's next on yours? Um, I know we get an... I know we get an an in-universe explanation. Why does Cora care that Snow's heart is darkened? For reasons. For legacy. To destroy Ava's legacy. Legacy. I mean... I I guess. I guess? I don't know. I just, I just, what does that do for? I understand that she is wronged by Ava and is upset. What does having an eve like because of how manipulative and awful of a person Cora is? Mm-hmm. What does Snow being darkened? What does right. she gain from that? Because I get that she's petty and she wants to revenge and it's like, oh, I'm going to destroy the goodness in Cor- your kid because you taught her to be good. Although, quite you frankly. Sucked, and I'm mad that you taught her to be good because you suck. Because you sucked and were awful to me. I wanted I you to treat me right. Hence the, the the, hence the lip kiss. I Listen. I don't know what her motivation is, but I'm fascinated by it. I I've been with her every step of the way, and this is just the one place I'm like, just don't say don't say your goal is to blacken her heart. Say your goal is to get her to destroy everything because we're already like that's what uh, Regina's been doing. So we're on board with that. Like, yeah, sure, fine. Have someone destroy their happiness, great. Yeah, it's just thinking about blackening her heart. That's a weird. It's weird because I don't get it. Because we didn't spend enough time with Ava to like really understand that that would be a huge weight. Right. I mean, I think what we could have had would have made this really great. Is Ava gets married, continues to be shitty, perhaps continues to be shitty until she sees that her daughter is becoming shitty. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, absolutely not. This is not what I want exactly and i get we only had an episode and so the the one scene we had had to be the scene where she starts coughing and dying of course but obviously i just think we could have gotten some moments where it's like oh no it was until she realized she was passing this on to the next generation that she realized this is not it yeah or i don't know she we could have had her holding her baby infant snow and kind of realizing like oh i did not suck I need to not suck because of this child and maybe having a little, like, conversation about, like, shit, I was really terrible to a woman in the same position. Yeah. Like, and being a mother changes her perspective a little bit or what yeah. have you. Absolutely. I don't know. It's interesting. Well, isn't it isn't even worse. It's even worse. We'll get into this next week. But is it? Cora impregnated by a really shitty guy. Yes. So not only it, it, an awful man that she cannot be with because he bamboozles her so he she tries to cover her pregnancy to get married to the king yep. so that she can be protected because a bad situation. Well so and because we of have, their society mirrors what our society yeah. would have done where it's like oh no it's right. a huge scandal to become pregnant out of wedlock. Yes. So not only is Ava shitty she's shitty to a woman in a bad situation and makes a situation objectively worse mm-hmm. by outing her. Yep. And we hate to see it. I hate to see it. And this is our paragon of good and virtue. Next week, we're going to have, I'm not even going to touch on Snow's, the blackness in Snow's heart. I have so many thoughts. Ages <laughs> of thoughts. Uh, I just have one more little thing. And this is, I, I objectively realize that it is not the actual blue fairy giving Snow the murder candle. Yep. Also, I would not have blinked twice if it were. It is telling to me that the twist itself works fairly well because you kind of go like, oh. Like, yeah, she's a shady bitch. That might have happened. Yeah. You're not like you're not immediately like, 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 ooh, no, that, that there's no way that's. No. The Blue Fairy. The Blue Fairy has too much unchecked power where yeah, maybe she would suggest this. I don't know. I don't She's know. done other shady shit. Right. And again, we're back at the um I'm going to treat the Blue Fairy as this paragon of good. Uh-huh. And then some of our many of our episodes that center around her or near her. It's like, oh, well, she's You're breaking up love between two people. Murder your, murder someone so your mother may live. That one's not on her, but no, it could be. That's what I mean. Like, every episode around her does not paint her in a good light, even if it's not actually her. Yeah. Well, and the ones that are her. It's like, oh, that's not great. She plays almost villain roles in Dramy. Yeah. Like, fully. And it's not just she's playing a villain role in Storybrooke. No. In Dreamy. She's playing a villain role in, in the Enchanted works. Forest. Because she's yes. the reason that they can't be together. Yeah. So... And that's never checked or called wrong. It's yeah. just like, no, no. I don't know. This Racism against now. dwarves is good. It's terrible. So yeah. Uh, this is just more fuel for my blue is probably the true villain of the show she is she absolutely is so true villain yeah 100 percent. those are the main things i had that were really uh spicing me up for the episode though same i i'm 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 out i'm done say goodbye to captain hands say goodbye to captain hands I did say that Johanna is a shit for giving her the crown. I thought that was a really shitty birthday gift. That's (laughs) That's so fucked up. so deeply (laughs) fucked up. Happy birthday, here's your death crown. Um, Yeah. Yeah, no, that's deeply fucked up. Um, Why did I just write motherfucker in my notes? I mean, it's correct, but I don't know why I wrote (laughs) it. But why? (laughs) Wow. So, lists? Lists? And, uh, yeah, I'll start if you don't mind. Yeah, please do. Really, really easy today. Nice. I have nothing to add to either. What? Is Ava's name new? Like, Ava as the mother. So we've had Leopold. I guess technically we don't even hear Ava in this episode. We don't hear That's it till next episode. The queen. The queen. Like, it's just Snow's mom. Snow's mom. So we, I guess technically we could put Mama Snow. Ava named. But we already true. knew she existed. So, you knew she had a mother, but now we have a face to the name. We have a face. Oh, okay. To the fuck, Fern, I do think you have to add Tamara. Oh, yeah, I guess. They're engaged. Yeah. Which, they're in some sort of relationship. They were just, it's just, it was two lines, so I didn't even, I didn't even write it down. But yeah, no, that's, they're they are in an established relationship. They'll go on. Yeah, easy that's peasy. That's fair. It, it, it's more just more ugliness around Emma and Snow and... Neil and the grossness. Yeah, no, it all it just gets. No, for sure. Oh God, that means because she's also with the stranger. Uh huh. (laughs) Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, you can't tell me anything I haven't thought of. (laughs) Uh huh. I don't like it here. Do I need to remind you who the stranger is? Isn't it Peter? No, Peter. What? No, (laughs) Um, Michael. No. Isn't one of the? Isn't it one of um? Nope. It's Regina's first attempt at adopting a son. That's <laughs> right. The first time she tried to <laughs> kidnap a child. Good. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's upsetting, is what that is. It's about to get. A that is little, one of my favorite episodes. It's about episodes. to get a little gnarly. I do love that episode because that's one where she realizes she's created a Groundhog's Day situation for herself. Right, it messes with everything we know, but, but I it love is it. fun. <laughs> um, so list your lists are equally easy to the last one. Uh, no beans, we have no curses. Now, the superpower. I'm I'm the one that creates the rules here, so I am going to give Emma fault for this interaction. They see the car, she says, whose car is that, are we stealing it? And he says, no. It belongs to a friend, and she says, "Okay, mm-hmm. yes. Technically, it's not a lie. That is, they're friendly. They're friends. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Neil and his fiance are friends. I do think that with her superpower and the way he like paused and kind of wasn't sure how to respond, vocalize it, and was being weird and trying to tell her something important the entire episode, mm-hmm. she should have been like Neil, like, come on." Like there should have been something where she's just like, mm, yeah, like mm, you're not telling me the whole truth here, exactly. So I'm I'm going to give it as a fail because first of all, it hasn't been used enough lately, and I was getting restless. And I really needed <laughs> I needed something. something. <laughs> I needed something. Needed my fix. And because genu- genuinely, I think Emma would have gone like a a friend let you take is letting you take a car because like. You have to be real good friends in New York City to let someone drive your car. Oh, absolutely. So that brings us to six uses total. Five fails, one success. Ow. It Ow. It hurts. Yikes, girl. It real hurts. It real hurts. That's all I have. That does bring us, though, to some fun. Our last order business, the fun yes, stuff. Yes, indeed. The LVP. It's the least valuable person. Woo! Woo. Now, of course, as you probably already know, the rules of the LVP nominations are simple, but mm-hmm. complex. Yes. <laughs> so, this character has to be involved in the main plot. They cannot just be there to support and give exposition or are involved in a very minor, small Part of the episode, but not the whole thing. They need to have been present throughout the episode. Yep. Um. I think those. I think those are the rules. That's pretty much. The, it's, that's kind of all of it. You kind of. That's pretty much the rules. Like. Yeah. The, the rest of it's all. Of the, the points are. Wait. The rules are made up, and the points, points don't, don't matter. matter. Yeah. Very. We're very. Whose line is it anyway? About the LVP in general. Like, One time we gave it to a car. To a car. <laughs> Last week we gave it to two people. I don't know. It's a lawless land <laughs> <slip down> out there. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I don't have the <laughs> brain power sometimes. So so let, let's go through who would be eligible in this episode mm-hmm. Emma, M- Snow, David, Cora, Regina, Neil, Gold, Rumpel, kind of. He gets He's stabs nine. enough. He gets stabbed enough. That's fine. I guess Hook, he does a lot of stabbing. So yeah, Hook. Um, Henry, in this case, does not. I don't think. No. He gets a battery and says, are you going to die? He's the plot device. (laughs) And talks about pizza. Yep. Iconic, but not not main character. Not not main character. And if we haven't said Ava. Ava and Johanna. So that's it. Let's start going down and Mm -hmm. who's... Based on who is eligible, who is too important to get this title. Snow. Snow. Snow is way too important. She needed to be in this episode 1000%. Ava. The, the queen is she, dead. She, she is, dead. is the dead queen. The dead queen. <laughs> <laughs> she is the dead queen. Cora is the blue fairy. Yep. She is the... We don't know till the end, but she is very crucial to the episode. Correct. Yep. Um... Regina by default, she is. I would almost argue Regina's less of a. Imp- yeah, I wouldn't. I almost wouldn't put her in eligibility because of how little she does within the episode, other than hearing out Snow, and going, "Oh my God, Mom, you've been orchestrating all of this." Yeah, the I, I the thing is, I feel like this episode is very much a setup for Regina. Yes. It's the setup for next episode where she is Absolutely. going to start to. Deal with the emotions. doubts and the, all of this. Lots of big emotions for her on the way. Yes. Uh, who else do we mention? Johanna. Hook. Um, Hook Rumple. Neil. David. David. Neil is important because he. It, he's. We're, where he lives. We're physically in New York. He needs to be there. He's the father of Henry. This is a big plot thing we dealt with last episode. Right. All of Emma's thing deals around. Er- Right, Getting everyone kneeled in, to Storybrooke. Since New York is a separate location, everyone there has to be there because you can't have them not there. Right. And also, again, all of their stuff right now deals with getting kneeled to Storybrooke. Exactly. That's what they're trying so to a- accomplish. it, it- it's one of those things where if you, that's why that one time we gave it to the entire B plot because they were all stuck in a place. So technically they were important because they had to be there together. But why did that plot exist? But why did we have that plot? We know why we have this plot. So exactly. the, I think that disqualifies everybody yep. in there. Yep. Gold's well, got to get stabbed. Too. Gold's got to get stabbed. Hook's got to do some stabbing. Hook's got to stab. And we, and Hook again has to he is very hellbent on his revenge. Right, no, it has to be... Never once down. questioned him being there. Yep. Nope. That Other than how did he get there. I did question that. A, a lot. <laughs> uh, but that leaves us with two. David and Johanna. Hmm. We got to a very good debate on this. We did. My initial instinct was, oh God, I can't believe the show once again introduced a character and said this character is important and titular, like... Not, well, not as bad as last time, but saying this is a core character to the episode and they're dead. Uh-huh. And I was like, I can't believe they're going to do that. And that's going to make this person the LVP because she has weight put on her just to die so she's no longer important. Right. But then we started thinking it through. We did. And... Went on a little little journey. A little journey. So, with Johanna. Yes. Everything Johanna does in this episode could have just been done by a random servant. Right. 100%. There is no reason it has to be Johanna, except, yes, it does. It has yeah. to be Johanna. They they had to give her a name and make her important. Now, do what I wish they had done it over more than one episode? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Always. But... Because her death is the catalyst for Snow going dark. Yes. Snow has decided she is going to commit murder. Kill the queen. She said that in plain words. She said she is going to commit murder, which means (laughs) we need to know why. Because if it were a random servant from the palace... That would not. And we'd be like, okay, so why she's she, gone. Why absolutely. Is this your catalyst? Yeah, we. So she's needs more help than she's currently getting. Yeah, because and again, with a random person, I don't think we would have had the weight on why is she freaking... Like, yeah, Snow's a good person, or so we've been told. So she'd be upset about a random person. Being oh, absolutely. Threatened. But this carries a weight to it that. Flips her to this, I'm going to fucking murder a bitch. Right. Nice like, even if it were just she would have she would have been upset. She definitely would have been particularly upset at the senseless violence yes. of it is the has death for me. She has watched her daughter get screwed over by everyone and she's like, but good will wend. Right. <laughs> One old woman I will murder. <laughs> I like, she should be, she should be looking to murder Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, 100%. 100%. But we don't. No, no. No, no, that one was for the greater good. So, it's fine. Which leaves us with our winner. Uh-huh. Please, oh, do tell. Oh, mister. Mister, mister. Pulling, I think, into the lead. I haven't been keeping track, but he may... Be sitting in the lead with most I LVB so. titles. They just don't know what to do with him, and it's not fair to him. They don't know what to do with It's not. And I get it. You want the doting husband. He loves his wife a lot. Half the time, he walks into a room and gets knocked unconscious. Immediately. It is. It happens more than you would think. <laughs> more than you would hope for a main character. And David just... Again, it's one of those things. He's often there. I, it, it, It's very much just the charming dynamic. I don't think they know how to do it well when they're in storybook, where it's like, one of them is always there to be the main character, and the other one is there to ask trail around and ask questions. And I think it gets particularly tricky, because they've set up a dynamic where Snow's kind of the badass, and he was the pretty boy prince from episode one. Mm-hmm. That was the story they told us. She... They flip the story on its head a little bit, and Snow White is a full badass. Right. So she is sort of the alpha couple; like she's the alpha in their pairing. Uh huh. Uh huh. So <laughs> I don't know. How <laughs> Where to are talk. you going? Where are you going with this? You're, you, you've pulled out <laughs> the <don't>... alpha. <laughs> My point is, if you are about usually... to call this man a beta <laughs> or an omega, <laughs> oh, I'm not. Are you sure? I'm not i might now is a treat no mostly that they don't know what to do with a male character that is not an alpha in a relationship no no and we it's, it's i think it's very very much like they can cut they do it much better when they're in the enchanted forest exactly where they're kind of equally matched and they've got these similar interests and they just get to write the cute flirty banter But once they come to Storybrooke, it's like, okay, one of you's the main character. This week it's Snow. So the spouse gets to trail around and ask some questions um, and get treated like a main character. But they just kind of ask questions so we hear the answers. Yes. Um, Because Snow did that in Tiny, and that's how she got it right is because all she did was trail around and ask questions right. of from David. It's the expository pairing where one of you will be the plot and the other is just there because you're a couple. So I guess we should have you both here. Why would you not be together? But damn it, we don't know what to do with the other one of you. Right, and like again, have David find be Johanna. the one to find Johanna, and suddenly, oh, it makes so much sense. Why he's here. And it makes sense that he would have found her because of his whole, we are both bullshit fuckery while she was in yeah. Camelot or were, not Camelot. It was Camelot. I don't no. even know where they were. If the Lancelot was there. So I just assume Camelot it's, it's not. Well, it's not Camelot, but Camelot also you know what, fell within that same little. Yes. Pocket. Pocket. Dimension. Dimension. Yeah. It's a pocket dimension. That's what it, it is. is now. Okay, great. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> but yeah, had he been like, Oh my god, my wife will be so happy when yeah. she's back. And then, of course, she hit the fan when she came back because Cora came through. And then it was, Hey, it's my wife's birthday. I, w- I want to do this because she does not know Johanna is here and I haven't had a minute to tell her. Right. And this will make her very happy. Right. And I know she hates her birthday, but maybe I think this will make it will a little bit better. Make her day a little brighter. But no, but no, no, he's just here to make birthday pancakes. Yep. I here's the thing, I started on one end, we met in the middle, what we discussed earlier, and now I'm completely on the opposite end on who should win this week. You are at one point we were we were at one point we were kind of thinking like a fifty fifty split, I feel like. Oh, I was always on the very much. Oh, good. (laughs) And I have not not been 50-50. this whole time, I was like, oh, man, are we really splitting this? Because there's only one useless bag of dicks in this (laughs) out of these two. (laughs) Oh, I was very much like, oh, we have that. Like, I was very 50-50 when we started the conversation. And when we were done, I was like, oh, no. By the time we signed off, I was like, oh, I know who this is. I have it written down. Yeah. That's fair. See? I wrote it down. Right there. <laughs> LVP David. Surprise, everyone. At LVP of the week is... David! David! <laughs> Do not tell that. I Surprise. just... Surprise. He should have done more if he was going to be there. He could have done He so will more. lose. Very simply. He's going to start losing this prize yeah. soon. He will. Because Neverland is more of his story than... This is. This is just... He's getting treated like a main character still, but this is not his story. No. This part is just not... Like, this part is not his story, but they have to keep treating him like he's a main character because he's main cast. Right. So... It's kind of like Emma when they were stuck in the Enchanted Forest for that brief bit, where she's a main character but God, she's not doing a damn thing. She's got nothing to do because all she's doing is Shooting a gun that is useless here. Correct. <laughs> much like David, much like David, brings his night his gun to a magic fight. What a dummy! God love him. Yeah, I'm so yeah. I'm so excited for next week's episode. I am looking BT forward to us. it. That is going to be a it's, lot of yeah, fun. That then I think I think Lacey's after the. Uh, the Miller's Daughter. Nope. Damn it. No. We have still, uh, we still have like four episodes to Lacey. I just keep bamboozling myself. You do. We have the Miller's Daughter and then we have Regina's first adoption attempt. Great. That is, And that is the title of the episode, everyone. It's true. And then Pinocchio. And then Lacey. And then finally Lacey. God, I can't wait to get to Lacey. I'm looking forward to next week, but then I can't oh, wait to get to Lacey. It'll be so good. Um, wow this has been a bad time this has been a bad time but i have great news for you and what is that news it can only go up from here hooray huzzah have a thanks great week ever, everybody have a great week thanks for listening to whatever the fuck this was and we will see you next week Bye. bye